was like, oh no, I'm doomed. I killed the fly. Like, <laughs> how do you do that? And you still get a great job. You don't. You don't kill the fly and get the job. Oh no. But I did. <laughs> Welcome to SpongeBob Binge Pants, Nickelodeon's official podcast about all things SpongeBob. I'm Hector Navarro. And I'm Frankie Grande. And I'm so unbelievably excited for this week's episode of SpongeBob Binge Pants. We are interviewing one of the cutest and most lovable characters ever, not only in SpongeBob history, but in cartoon history. We are going to get to talk to Carolyn, who has been there voicing Sandy Cheeks from almost basically the beginning, from the beginning of SpongeBob SquarePants. And we just watched... Tea at the Tree Dome, which is her introduction, and she has been voicing this character for all of these years on the show. She's voicing her on Camp Coral, so we have a lot to talk about with Carolyn Lawrence. Uh, Let's just begin. Let's go. Let's talk to Carolyn. First of all, for everybody out there who doesn't believe that we're talking to you, can you say something as Sandy? <laughs> sure, of course. Howdy, everyone from uh, Bikini Bottom, and actually from my living room. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sandy, you guys. It's Sandy Cheeks. I'm freaking out. The best. It's um, the best trick when we get to get yeah. the, these amazing voice actors to just do it like that. It's like yeah. the most amazing, magical <laughs> thing. It's so great. Do okay. any of them, though, you know what's so funny? Depending on what show you've been working on most recently or what you've been doing, sometimes it's hard to remember who you are does anybody need that moment of like wait am i wait i'm right sandy okay here we go okay yeah (laughs) it happens for me with accents like when i have to switch between like an irish accent or like a british accent or something like i will just completely go to the wrong Mm -hmm. one in the beginning and i'm like wait no no no, wrong show wrong character wrong wrong world like pull it back frankie frankie i've been doing sandy for so long everything becomes texan like i can't do any other dialects now they all morph down into some sort of southern something like it's like, just oh and they're like this is downton abbey <laughs> yes, like, exactly. you are on downton abbey right now like please <laughs> you know Carolyn, when you take that second to get into Sandy, do you have a specific phrase or something that like locks you into the sandy voice you know what i always think of is her teeth mm. and some of the other oh. characters i have phrases um like for Moral Oral, when I worked on Moral Oral, it was Mr. Figarelli, Mr. Figarelli. For some reason, that always worked. I don't know. But with Sandy, it's all about her teeth. So wow, yeah. think about her she's, teeth. She's right there. That that just gets me there. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and there you are. So you have your daughter and your cats with you right now. You said you have two cats, two dogs, and two kids. Two cats, two dogs, two kids. Yeah, yeah. So do I need two husbands? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like fun. That signs me up. So yeah, um, good deal. Good deal. Good ratio. <laughs> right. should, we, should we go back in time to the beginning? Sure. Oh my gosh. Shall we talk about Sandy Cheeks and your very first audition? What were you doing in your life at the time when the yeah. script came across in front of you? Like, what? How, how was that whole? experience. Okay. Well, oh my goodness. What a weird, I've had a very strange life. So I was um, newly divorced and fumbling through life because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a consistent job at the time. Don't know how to make a living. Don't know what to do with myself. Doing voiceover work, but nothing consistent enough. You know, like Mm. lots of commercials, a lot of guest spots and things. And I was still doing guest spots on sitcoms and whatever at the time. Um, But in order to live, you need consistency. Yeah. I was with a friend of mine who's a voiceover actor. His name's Quentin Flynn. And we were walking in Las Vegas, just going down the sidewalk. And a lady came over, friends of his, 
hey, you know, we start chatting. You have a great sound. And you know Hollywood. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. No, you really have a great sound. You have an agent. Sure, doesn't everybody? <laughs> um, you know, because people talk all that. I'm like, whatever. But it turned out to be Donna Gorillo. And she called me in to audition for Sandy. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. God. Wow. Donna Grillo, the original casting director for SpongeBob. So after struggling so hard and going yeah. to so many official casting calls and, and pounding the pavement the way you're supposed to, mm-hmm. just randomly running into her, what a gift. Amazing. What you know? a gift. Yeah. And they say that. They say that, like, you know, when luck meets preparation, right? And you right. say yep. you've been struggling, you've been preparing, you like you you had gone through this the, this traumatic event in your life, which has had made you a stronger person, and then all of a sudden, yeah. boom, there you go. Did, right. Carolyn, did you know during the audition, was there any indication where you, were you like, oh, I think I'm going to get this? Or was it uh, like many, many... Oh, God, many, no. N- really? <laughs> wow. You know, you know what's funny, too, is, okay, so first, when you audition, um, it's, it's just you send it out to the Ethernet and you never know if anybody even hears you. Like, it just yes. goes off into some abyss of recordings and nobody talks uh-huh. to you and you don't know anything. <laughs> yep. So I had done that part. And months went by, and I was like, well, whatever, because, I don't know. And um, they called me in for the callback. And I will say it was the most unique callback I had ever been to for voice work. Hmm. Because the creator of the show just sat in a huge conference room. We weren't in a recording studio. Huge conference room. He sat at the end of the conference table and had one mic for us. And we read that way. And so I had a little, like, music stand that my script was on with the mic and the conference table and whatever. And I was so nervous because it's out of, I was already out of my element, right? Mm. Like, as a voiceover person, you're in a booth. And you can kind of pretend they're not there because the recording Mm -hmm. people are behind glass, you know. But the creator is like, hi. (laughs) Like, me. So there was a fly in the room (laughs) just annoying me to bits. (laughs) You know that whole thing, me, 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 me. Of You're trying course. to read it. It's like me, me, wow. me, 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 me. And it landed on the thing. And I smacked, and you know I killed it? Oh, my God. And I don't kill anything ever. I'm one of those people who, like, carries everything outside, right? Yeah. Like, yes. even oh my God. ants, if I can, like, I'll carry them all outside. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, I'm doomed. I killed the fly. Like, how do you do that? And you still get a great job. You don't. You don't kill the fly and get the job. But, yeah. No. But I did. <laughs> Oh my God! That's, well, again, everything so, happens for a reason. Maybe he thought you were very a go-getter. Well, I think yeah. he thought uh, he was such a beautiful human, yeah. just such an incredibly beautiful human. And I think my um, level of being upset about a fly might have um, touched <laughs> so, some kindred thing. You, you know, you did. You didn't keep that to yourself. You were visibly upset that you killed this oh, fly. Oh yeah, I you told were, him. You, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was like, oh my, I can't believe I just, that's horrible. All I was trying to do was get it to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Carolyn, that's be- that's beautiful. And that's Sandy and that's SpongeBob. And that's right. the whole, you know, that's the whole thing. Right. Hector, one thing I will say about the creator. Yeah. Is that he really saw people. Like he put his team together because he saw people. It wasn't just it. about a sound. It wasn't about a resume. It wasn't about mm-hmm. whatever. He picked us because of who we were. I believe it 100%. That is so beautiful. It's really beautiful. It's it's I mean it's the reason why SpongeBob is still around to this day. Yes. Yes. Is that you guys when you got together and you were making these initial episodes in this first season, that DNA was already so good. Right. The people involved were so good that it was like, "Oh, this is this is a formula that can literally go forever because it's so good. These characters are so good." So once you get booked, 
once you're on the show, what was your initial reaction to Sandy Cheeks, to Bikini Bottom, to SpongeBob SquarePants, to the world? Like, did you think that this was weird or were you like, oh, this is this is my vibe? Yeah. Is this a hit? That's my, yeah. that's my vibe. <laughs> I couldn't even go that far. All I was just excited to be employed. Yeah. <laughs> and completely intimidated by my castmates. Wow. They all had much stronger resumes than I did. They had a lot more experience in that arena than I did. And I was just treading water, just trying so hard to keep up with them and and to feel like I was contributing on the level that they were, that I was in panic. I swear, like the first three years, the first three seasons... I was sure I was going to get fired every week. Every week no. I was like, oh God, this Carolyn. is the week. This is the week. I can't. No. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> it's no. so sad, but it's true. So wow. Were you recording it with the whole cast? Because you were talking, we were, you know, talking about the creator and how he cast people rather than, you know, voices, yes. which like, you know, as, as a, a person who does live theater, like that is your dream, right? To work with cast members that you want to actually work with, mm-hmm. you know, were, were they like lifting you up? Like, did you ever share this with anyone? I, I don't think I told them I was too embarrassed to tell them just how terrified I was. <laughs> Um, I think obviously it probably creeped out from time to time where I, you know, was like, oh my God, guys, I, uh." (laughs) but, um, everything about our creator was unique. He sat in the booth with us. He did not sit on the other side of the glass. Wow. I didn't know that. He sat next to us at a table and we all record like a play. Yeah. Wow. And he, we were always together. He always allowed us to play like you do in a live play. Like if somebody messed something up or somebody improv something or somebody had an idea, it was very collaborative. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. just having his presence like that with us was so different. Oh my God, my cat's going to walk on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Cutie. And I haven't ever had anybody else want to be that in it with the actors wow. like he was. I, I would love to ask a follow-up question about that because I know growing up, the 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 way that I think people understood voice acting to be was not the same as how I think people understand it today. I mean, there's so many great behind the scenes sure. material that, you know, people people I think today fans more than ever know the names of the creators and the producers and mm-hmm. the directors and the cast, especially. And I know that when Frankie and I were growing up, like the big movie, Mrs. Doubtfire, had yeah. the great Robin Williams do voices to yes. cartoons already animated. Uh-huh. So yes. I think I think a lot of folks think that that's how most cartoons were made or are right. made. But you just described, you guys would kind of, you know, be in the moment and maybe improvise. Do you have a moment that you can remember that was something that you or the cast improvised that then made it into the show? Because the, the SpongeBob was animated after you guys recorded. Correct. We would do all the recordings first and then they would animate us to us. So we got to play more because awesome. yeah. we weren't set in anything. There was right. a lot of freedom. Um, the one thing I remember is uh, Mr. Lawrence, who plays Plankton, when we do crowd wallas, I don't know if the, the people know what that is, right? So when there's a big crowd scene and the, and the townspeople are just running around or whatever they're doing, we all mm-hmm. do all those voices, right? Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. so we layer them in. So we do like a pass. I would do a pass as like a little girl and then do a pass as a grandma. And then they layer it all together so it sounds like a big crowd. Wow. It's called crowd walla. So I remember when we were doing one, Doug yelled out, my leg! Oh, <laughs> That's and that is that Carolyn. Right. And that we were, we were that's Frankie's favorite. That's my favorite. 
my and my sister like we character. literally call out my leg like at random times like in like family dinners yes. and, like, and it Christmas. was just because in that moment in that crowd wawa he did that and it cracked us up so much that it came back forever that's one of my favorite things in in all of the show so i can't believe that that actually was just like from a crowd wall also which i never knew existed so thank you for teaching me about that well and you know what's funny about that is tom had worked with our creator before Mm-hmm. and done the Spongebob voice, is my understanding, you can ask him one of these days, mm-hmm. in a crowd walla. No way. And yep. the creator remembered that sound in that voice. And when he was working on Spongebob, he was like, Tom, I remember you did this thing. Yeah. Amazing. What is amazing. that? Do that again. Oh my That's God. Amazing. You That's know, incredible. There, there are, sometimes there are people that are born to do a thing. And that little story right there, you're like, oh, Steven Hilberg was born to make this cartoon and to work in cartoons, period. Because to have that kind of recall, yes. you know, to be like, you did a background Walla thing can <laughs> that, I loved. Ma- right. that yeah. I loved years ago. Can you do it again? That's right. crazy. Uh, and, I, and I crowd scene. I, wow. I also don't know for sure, but I think that, um, again, just to sort of explain to some of the listeners, listeners that may not know, but even the word Walla comes from the practice that you're describing, Carolyn, but back in the day, folks used to literally go walla, 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 yes. walla, 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 to, oh. to just kind of create like crowd chatter, like hubbub, that kind of hubbub, 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 exactly. hubbub, 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 hubbub. Right. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. want yeah. real words. They just want hubbub, 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 walla, yeah, walla, walla, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's so fun. That's oh why it's funny it when so somebody yells out an actual phrase. My leg, right? <laughs> yes, my yes, leg it sticks out. Yes. <laughs> and see, I'm learning so much. And one of the cool things about Sandy Cheeks is like you are the character that the kids get to like learn from. You know, like you are the scientist like you i'm sure so many little boys and girls fall in love with sciences through the eyes of sandy cheeks yeah Yeah. um and like uh, you know like what what is that what is that like and and do you think steven hillenberg like like uh, what do you think about when he like kind of passed that on to you because he's a scientist himself yes yes a marine biologist yes Mm -hmm. um it, it it blows my mind the whole world of spongebob blows my mind because it's good old-fashioned comedy slapstick. So a lot of physical comedy you don't necessarily see in cartoons like like we had presented it or like Steve Hillenberg had presented it. But then mm-hmm. he had all those other layers of complexity, like yeah. Mr. Krabs and money, which is a very funny thing, but it's also a true thing for kids yes. to look at and be like, oh, wait a minute. Yep. It shouldn't be yep. all about that. SpongeBob's love for his job. Yep. Yeah. Like to find something that you love that much. Right? It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And then, yeah, Sandy's like insatiable appetite for learning things. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. just so many facets. It, I don't know how anybody was ever that brilliant to put it all together in this one little package and have it still be entertaining because nothing preaches to you. No, mm-hmm. you, you never know, is preaching. A lot of times Absolutely. they try to make cartoons and they try to make, especially female characters, mm-hmm. they want yes. the girls to be powerful and they want her to be, str- but it's like hitting kids over the head. Yeah, you're right. I like you're that right. Sandy and, just is. Yeah, and she's and she's funny first. She's a funny member of this cast, right? And she's funny in different ways. And you know, it's it's everything that makes up Sandy and her personality. Like you're saying, that's is that that's where she brings that to the world of SpongeBob. The 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 curiosity, the scientist, you know, the inventor, which is another classic cartoon thing. But yeah, it's it's like Sandy's just great on her own and funny. Yeah. The opposite of a fish out of water. She's a yeah. squirrel in right. water. Right, you know? right, like me in life. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's so relatable. Like, that is yeah. so relatable. Even just yeah. that first episode where she's like, I, I would love to have a friend. You know, sure. like, I'm underwater. Like, please come tea over. at the tree dome. Tea at the tree dome. Classic. Classic. Oh, my God. Yeah, what a, it's yeah. so great. 
I, Carolyn, I would love to know, you know, you're you're the first cast member that we're talking to for this oh, podcast. okay, I didn't know that. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're so honored no to have pressure. you. Uh, I would love to know from, like, the perspective of someone in the cast... Because we, we talked to Kenny Pittenger, we talked to, you know, he did the layouts yes. and the backgrounds mm-hmm. and everything. But from your perspective, when do you think you on the cast knew, oh, this is actually going to be a big hit? Hmm. For me, it was when I saw products at Target. Wow. Oh. Wow. That's and it so was cool. so surreal. Honest to God, you guys, 20 plus years later, it's still surreal. Yeah. It's still, it won't <laughs> ever make sense to me. You know, it seems kind of like this entity that's done really well, but it's over there. It still doesn't feel, I don't know how to explain Carolyn, it. Carolyn, you're in it. You're a part it's of it. You're in it. <laughs> what? I, what? <laughs> but yeah, it was being at Target and seeing, I think it might have been the back to school stuff. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, no way. And that day there was a kid in Target talking about the products and I was just standing behind him like, <laughs> oh my God. <no. laughs> It's so weird. I should have surprised him. I would have paid so much money. That would be a great TikTok. (laughs) Follow-up question, because I'm sure that this has been happening to you for the the past few decades now. To see SpongeBob stuff in the wild, do you have a favorite toy or piece of merchandise with sandy cheeks on it? Something SpongeBob that is your favorite that you've seen? Gosh, you know what? Um, Roger, who plays Squidward, is a huge collector. I don't Mm. know. He has a museum. He's like... Wow. He's got everything ever made. He recently, he showed me a picture of it because he didn't give it to me yet, but he found me a snow globe (gasps) and it's a Sandy Cheeks snow globe. Yeah. So he bought me one. I don't have it yet, but I think that's the most magical thing I've seen so far of her specifically. It's a tree dome. Because it's a tree yeah. dome. Yeah. Does it have leaves that blow yeah. around? What blows yeah. around? Or is it snow? It looks like <laughs> snow, but I, don't, oh, I can't no. wait till he. we can see each other. He'll give it to me. Oh, um, my God. As far it's as so other great. stuff, I really like all the merchandise. I like wearing... <laughs> I'm such a dork. <laughs> I like the new thing with Vans. Like Vans did What's a tie-in. Vans? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. You can awesome. customize SpongeBob shoes. <gasps> Cool. Did you know that you can go online and no. you can choose which artwork and whatever on your vans? Yeah, Doing I had right to now. buy like four pair because I'm me. <laughs> Sent Whoa. my mom some, you know. Hector, uh, just yeah. take over the rest of this interview. I'm going to be customizing my vans. For and then the rest when you're done, entire... I'll do it because I need some new shoes too. That's amazing. Yeah, That's they're so really cool. cool. Awesome. I, I, I know that uh, one of my favorite things is I was a couple years ago in like a Petco and I saw aquarium stuff. <gasps> that stuff is amazing. Right? Yes. That stuff is amazing. An actual pineapple, right? Like right. Squidward's house. Has anyone made an aquarium underground tree dome with air in it so it's oh like oh my god fish can't even go in there but it's so in, in the bottom of an i would love that i that's would that's a great love idea that. i have not seen it but maybe now that you've said it somebody on etsy will <laughs> like yes we'll like create one because yeah. that's a really yeah. smart idea yeah i'm not fun. trying to i'm not trying to start more side projects for all of the amazing people who work on the production <laughs> of these shows carolyn but i know also that you're in real estate yes and I am so shocked that none of the amazing artists that have worked on these shows over the years, ha- no one has made you a little model t- tree dome so that they you have can have. Not. Oh, Carolyn. They have not. But you know what? A lot of the artists have given me custom artwork that um, I will cherish forever. I have some amazing oh, pieces of art that people have done for holidays or thank yous or whatever. That's so great.
And speaking of skills, you know, Sandy displays so many skills, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. have a favorite Sandy skill that she has? Favorite mm. Sandy skill? Well, I love that she's good at karate. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Karate! Karate! Um, I love... What else do I love? I don't know if it's considered a skill, but I like how good of a friend she is. Yeah. yeah that is a that's skill. That's a good point. That it is, is a great skill, actually. It is. You know, gotta work people. at it. It's something yes. to work at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Friendships are hard. Relationships are hard. And she's so, and she's also invested in, in making SpongeBob like a better person all the time, you know, and in each other, you know, like she's like, she's not a friend that's like, Hey, you did something that was really mean to me. So I'm not going to talk to you anymore. She's like, I'm going to talk to you about why that was not cool and how to fix it. And you know, it's just, and let's all do better. And let's all all do do better better in a loving way. Yes. Can she be president? I'm ready. (laughs) Can we make a run for president? president? That'd be amazing. Love it. (laughs) Frank and I, we just watched uh, Ripped Pants, which is, you know, second episode from season one. And you're right, because even when they're in the Goo Lagoon, Sandy is able to be friends with all the bodybuilders. And she's able to be friends with every group of characters that she's with. And that is an an amazing, beautiful skill. You know, she's not clicky. She's, She's all about being friends with everybody. That's awesome. And, and meanwhile, she's an other, like the whole time, yeah. you know, because she's not, she's a land mammal. I mean, yes. a land creature. <laughs> she's, she's what I call a floater, right? I was a floater in high school mm. that I just, there was no particular group. Yeah. I just like humans. There shouldn't yes. be, you know? Yeah. So no I can float to this group or that group or that group or that group. It's all good. Yeah. Carolyn, yeah. that's a, that's another piece of evidence for why it makes so much sense how you were cast as Sandy <laughs> Cheeks. It's you. It's so great. It's your um, energy. Yeah, exactly. Carolyn, other than Sandy. Yes. Who is your favorite character in the SpongeBob world? Oh. You know, it vacillates because a lot of it depends on what situation they're in, but mm-hmm. more often than not, it would be Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, love- surprising answer. Surprising <laughs> answer. But because but- I love pets so much and yeah. there's that unconditional sweetness and I love the-, the relationship. I love how much care they give one another. Mm-hmm. Who's the voice of Gary? Tom, who plays Tom Kenny, of course. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Making Gary the cat. Brilliant. 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 Again. Yeah. Just everything's so brilliant. He is so funny. And I love the Gary episodes too, because they go into such like crazy lands. You know, they yes. take yeah. us far away to other areas of Bikini Bottom that we would never ever have envisioned because mm-hmm. Gary is what? An explorer. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Like, most cats. I like Sandy is too. Another character that takes us to like the moon and and beyond and mm-hmm. it's so fun to get to watch all of that happen right. every single day do you do you have a um do you have a favorite episode i mean is that even possible yeah do you have a favorite episode I, or like a favorite again, thing that you it, worked i have on? favorite moments i i really like i don't think i'm in it though i like the episode called the paper <laughs> okay i think that's yeah. what it's called i don't think sandy's in it where um uh squidward throws away a crumpled piece of paper and Patrick and Spongebob pick it up and like have a blast the best time ever have the best time ever playing with it and then when Squidward gets it back he can't have the same fun because his imagination is that the one that imagination I don't know if that was that episode idiot box I think is Is it idiot box with the the box yes imagination I get them all like yeah of course well there's (laughs) how many 300 like how many are there it's amazing that the fans can keep it straight and I can't yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. It's yeah. a lot that's, that you've done. That's you know, that's the, those are the that's the fan's job, right? Is, oh, to, okay. is to keep track of that stuff. And I yeah. appreciate and, it. 
The paper yeah, exactly. is another classic season one episode. That's a then if that doesn't perfectly describe the world of SpongeBob, right? That, that right. SpongeBob and Patrick can make magic out of this thing, and Squidward can't get it to work. It's so great. <laughs> what about when you recorded it in live action? What about what was that like when you got to play Sandy in a spacesuit? Right. Frankie is of course referring to the twentieth anniversary special where the cast got to play versions of their characters in live action. I want to go back and do it over again. Okay. <laughs> I do. Because it was so much fun? Well, because it was so much fun and because I think I could be better. Like, oh. it's, I'm so that person, right? When I go back and I look at it and I'm like, ah, oh, I missed that moment where she should have been blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. But yes, it, it was, was great. It was so great fun. fun. We had a blast. And it was weird, though, because when we all got to set for the first time and just looked at each other, we were like, well, what are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. Um, weird weird, weird yeah. to see your fellow castmates without a microphone near them. Like, it's just you guys. Right. right. You know? It was surreal. And then have the yeah. voices come out and the costumes on and like, what is happening? Um, it was very fun. W- one of my favorite things about SpongeBob, and it's happened from the early episodes, is that idea of like... Like, we're going to do live action bits. We're going to yes. do claymation. We're yes. going to do all these different right. styles. The, the pirate. Stick. Yeah, the oh, so funny. Hilarious. Have you ever gotten to meet any of the ac- actors that play Sandy in other languages? No. And you know what? I don't know if I should even say this on a podcast, but here we go. <laughs> okay. I have pitched several times how much I want to do that oh man. and how I wanted to do it in documentary form yeah. I have it all in my brain of how yeah. it would function yeah and I would like to make that happen and yet no one has um gone on that journey with me I think it would be amazing our producer wants to do it our so producers in, it. in our yeah. chat he's like I want to make that documentary so Carolyn let's let's oh, put it funny. out to the universe we're gonna do it Let's I do would it. love to do that. This is the greatest tool on earth as a podcast or an interview. Yeah. I do that all the time. Like I'm always like, if I'm interviewed, I'm like, yeah, actually, you know what? I think I'd be really great to play that char- a character on Gossip Girl. <laughs> wow. I, yeah. I'm so surprised that you said that. I'm such a fan. That I, 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 I hope, you know, like I'm always right? like, so this is great. This is how we you should, get it done. We should clarify. Carolyn did not ask us to ask this question. We, <laughs> it no. seems like a plant. It but was we, an organic moment. It really was. But Carolyn, if I could ask without giving away the pitch yeah. and the logistics of it, like, yeah. why would you love to do that? Why would you, why do you think it would be so okay. great to meet all of those other voice actors? Here's what I thought, and I'm sure it would be great for any of the characters to meet their fellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for yeah. me personally, I wanted to know from a woman's point of view, I wanted to know how this changed their lives. Did it change their income level like it did mine? Did it right. change their consistency mm. of life like it did mine? Like I'm a single mom by choice. I've had two girls by myself. I don't think I would have been able to do that without this job. Actually, I know I wouldn't have been able to do that without this job. I want to know what that looked like for these other women. And I also yeah. want to know, in other countries, is it even the same? Yeah. Is, it, right. is it a big, exciting, iconic moment in their lives mm-hmm. or if it is it truly just an ADR job like a mm-hmm. wallet job they just come in and they lay it down and they get paid nothing and they leave right like, and what like I what I love cast almost you right. know yeah. like it's different what, what, than original what right. I love too about about SpongeBob is that Bikini Bottom is not in a specific place. However, Sandy is specifically from Texas, right? right? It's a very region specific thing. So, in other countries, are they 
are they pulling that and going, is Sandy still from Texas but speaks in this other language? Or, or is it regionally she's from this part of our yes. culture and out, you know, but then yes. it's an outsider in is Bikini Bottom. Is she from the country in their country? Exactly. <laughs> from, the, yeah. the country from in their country. Yes. Yeah, that yes. would be great. I would love that to know all great. of it. I want to know all of it. It's another fun part of the business that people don't know about mm. is when a celebrity does a job mm-hmm. and then they're no longer available. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They bring a voice match in to do yes. that person's ADR. Yeah. Yep. yep. So I've done that a lot. <gasps> Whoa, wow. great. So that's fun. That's I'm like, yeah. oh, she's not available again. <laughs> great. Oh my God. Carolyn to the rescue. Here we go. In in case anybody listening doesn't know what ADR is, it's additional dialogue recording. They also have people that come in and will sing just certain notes. Mm -hmm. So if an actor has a song in whatever movie, musical, whatever, Mm -hmm. and they just can't quite hit a high note, they'll bring a professional singer in to hit Hit that that note. And them. blend it, blend, and blend it in it. there. God. Wow, that's amazing. Just yeah, and I always wonder: Do the actors know? Mm-hmm. I don't think they're told. Do they go and see the movie and they're like, "Dang, I sounded I s- better than I thought." <laughs> I, th- I don't know. I'm so Maybe t- they just say, "We'll fix it in I'm post," so and then they get there and they're like, "Wow, yeah. they, really they really did fix did it fix in it. post." <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I would want to know. They can do great things. I would want to know. <laughs> I would want to know too, but I don't think they tell. I wow. don't think they do. I would love to ask about this. I am so happy that Sandy Cheeks is a part of Camp Coral. Oh, yes. And Sandy is almost, in a way, almost a bigger player in that yes. world because she's like a bunkmate right mm. there right. with SpongeBob right. and Patrick. What has it been like getting to play this younger version of Sandy Cheeks? It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun to play her young. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because there's just that much more enthusiasm because she's just beginning to learn the possibilities of all the things that she later, you know, gets to do when she's older. I don't know. I mm-hmm. really love her young. I love her braces. I love so great. the camp. You, you know, yeah. you talked about her teeth are the thing that gets you into yeah. into yeah. Sandy's character. Yeah. Do the braces factor in at all? Do you? They do. Yeah. They do. Because <laughs> then it becomes the whole thing with the ishes. And it becomes, oh, yes. then, then, yeah. It, so it changes it a little bit. Um, and honestly, sometimes it's hard to remember. We'll be recording something and I'll be like, oh, right. It's young Sandy. Not old. Can we go back? I totally forgot who I was. <laughs> so cute. That's so cute. Do you so pitch cute. her up? Do you give her like a little bit of a younger voice? Yes, I do. Like I, I, I try to, yeah, I pitch her up. Yeah. 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 So then you're yeah. like, hey, it's me, Sandy. And they're yeah, like, okay. Exactly. And you're like, okay, well, can we go and do that one again? I forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, SpongeBob. It's, it's fine. Just tell me I'm, I'm forgot. The, um, Vince, one of our, he's one of our showrunners and he's always like, braces, mm-hmm. braces, braces. I'm like, right, 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 right. Of course, we have seen SpongeBob and Sandy meet in, you know, uh, in the in the first episode in the pilot of SpongeBob, but then they re-meet again in Camp Coral. So there is a time travel episode. Right. What was that like? Like, it, it, what did you think about that whole thing? Like, what did you think about t- Sandy talking to Kid Sandy? For the audience and spoiler alert, Frankie is referring to a moment in the Camp Coral episode called Kitchen Sponge. Whoa. At first, when when the movie came out and and the through line was a little 
I was like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> How are they going to make this Explain all this. work? Yeah. So <laughs> when that script came out, I was like, oh, yay. Oh, yay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, now we can make sense of it. And that's very fun. And it's a very cool concept to have that happen. Yeah. So it's I our was, very own multiverse. You yes, know? Exactly. So like how Marvel has decided now all the Spider-Mans get to meet each other <laughs> and all the villains and everything will make sense. And Tobey Maguire can be friends with Tom Holland and the life is good. Yeah. So like they're making they're making sense of everything, which is great. <laughs> Yeah. As you have made this intimate relationship with a character, you know, like as an actor myself, like I can, I can only imagine getting to play a character for 20 plus years. Like, wow. Amazing. Um, Amazing. Have you learned anything about yourself in the process? Um, I learned that Sandy has a lot more confidence and uh, <laughs> I should probably merge more of her into me than me into her. <laughs> Um, I think we should all have a little bit more sandy cheeks in us. I think that's yeah. 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 She just lives life so fully and she's not fear-based and I've never been fear-based either. I'll go for what I want. And, and yeah, I had a neighbor who was like, Oh, you're so brave. No, no, not brave. Just we'll do it anyway. Right. (laughs) So I think Sandy reinforced that the just do it anyway. Like even if you're scared or you're not sure how it's going to go, you just go and deal with it yeah so i certainly she she she's reinforced that over 20 years yeah to kind of keep going in that direction carolyn and i know you mentioned earlier in the in the callback audition that you accidentally killed a fly and yeah. let everybody in the room know and i and i feel like this isn't this is something that made its way into sandy but what do you think of you carolyn lawrence made its way into the character of sandy cheeks those moments where she's vulnerable I do think we're similar and that we're trying so hard, even though we fail sometimes, we are <laughs> trying really hard to to make the world around us a better place to be. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know if you guys, it sounds crazy, but when they talk about purpose in life, you know, they try to say you'll be happier if you have a purpose in life and people try yes. to figure out what their purpose is, right? And I sure. did this workshop millions of years ago with Sam, I can't think of Sam's last name, who tries to help Sam Christensen, who tries to help actors figure out things. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, he takes you through all these workshops to figure out a purpose. And it dawned on me that I like building community. Mm. So I like knowing my neighbors and I like building community, which is why I like renovating houses, which is Mm. why blah, 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 blah. blah. And, um, I do think Sandy and I have that in common. A hundred percent. I love that. A hundred percent. Gotta yeah. find my purpose. Gotta find me. <laughs> it's a Avenue really Q. interesting thing to think about because yeah. what was it George George Burns who said his purpose was just to make people laugh. So every day if he could make somebody laugh, he was happy. I think that was his thing. And listen, yep. in the immortal words of Roger Rabbit too, that's yeah. the exact same thing. We, Frank and I were talking about Roger Rabbit earlier. That, uh-huh. that, that he has that, that magical cartoon ability where he can only do something as long as it's funny. Yeah. That's And, and Roger Rabbit's my entire purpose in life is to make people laugh yeah, like right. beautiful it's right. beautiful people look for these huge purposes right but it can yeah. be just that little tiny like yeah i'd like to talk to my neighbors <laughs> yeah and it's it's so true though because like i mean especially with the, with the way the world is right now like i have personally felt the pressure to solve it Right. You know, like right. I really feel like I need to solve it. And it's been actually very difficult for me to ver- to figure out that I can't 
be the yeah. person, the the yeah. one person that solves it. But I, there are many things in my day to day life that I can solve, and right. that I can be part of the solution. And if every single person around the world does lives their life like that, then we will right. solve the problem. Totally. But like it's been so hard to like <laughs> not try to fix it yourself. It's, it's been crazy. so hard. Well, listen, yeah. Carolyn and Frankie, both of you are heroes of mine. Honestly, <laughs> I'd say, I love you. I, I you, you guys are so great, and it's uh, and and I can I I love talking to you, Carolyn because I can I'm picking up on the sort of your work ethic and, yes. and how this is so important to you and and I love how much how seriously you take this particular role and the responsibility and you know how beloved it is around for people around the world yes. and yet you're still Carolyn and you still you know do the things that you do and this has just been such an awesome awesome conversation it really has I've enjoyed it tremendously it's so funny you guys because also the past year and a half I mean I don't know what your lives have been, but mine's been 24-7 with two kids for the most part, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. having um, connections with adults like this yeah. is <laughs> amazing. Hi, yeah, hi. So it's thank you for oh, a really good you. conversation that's Anytime. outside of my little year and a half bubble. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what a fantastic and lovely interview with Carolyn Lawrence. Frankie, that was so great. That was so much fun. I'm so giddy because I didn't like know that this was something that I desperately needed in my life. But like as we were talking <laughs> to her, I just realized how much I have loved her work like throughout mm-hmm. my life. You know, I feel like yeah. um, we always talk about SpongeBob as the title character, SpongeBob and Patrick. But then when yep. getting to talk to Carolyn Lawrence about Sandy Cheeks, like it just made me realize how on par with SpongeBob and Patrick Sandy has been in my life in terms of like influencing me and just me falling in love with this show. So it was a fantastic, fantastic interview. And I'm so grateful we got to talk to her. An icon, an icon, a living legend. So happy that we got to, to, to chat with her. And again, huge thanks to Carolyn for sharing her time with us. Hope to have her on the podcast again, because we've got a lot more, lot, lot more to talk about guys. Thanks for listening. We will be back soon with another hilarious episode because Frankie and I are so great so please stay tuned (laughs) (laughs) we certainly are and uh, Hector I'm sorry I've got to go because I've got to go (laughs) 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 love y'all bye